In a world where every Rob, Steve, and Lane has a podcast, two good brothers will try to rise above the rest. Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder invite you to pour a cold beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. Welcome to Beer Blues and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast desperately clinging to its last shred of sanity as it gazes into the gaping maw of an ancient cosmic horror of a slumbering old one who will awaken to drown the world in PBR. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Woo dog! Independence Day weekend. Still wearing the avalanche colors and the American colors, to be more precise, because the Colorado Avalanche stand for America as the Stanley Cup champions. I, How are you I, doing? I'm not. I, I, you know, well, I'm I'm doing better now. Um, now that epic rant is done. Um. But what epic rant. I, you know, I can neither confirm or deny the existence of said epic rant. Uh, you know, Kidder, speaking of the whole abs thing, and you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that our team won. You know, excited for that. But I, I'm already kind of over all of the like Facebook posts that are like, "Hey, we're the champions," and "Hey, did you know that Kale McCarr won all these trophies?" and "Hey, here's another." clip from the parade i no you must celebrate I... it's been 20 plus years 21 years in fact I... since I... the I... last time we must celebrate every day I, you know it, i think it's just the fact that of my humble nature where i'm kind of like yay we won this is great we're the champions but uh you know we don't got to be that boastful about it you know it's oh, right. we do. It's all right. I'd ask if you've seen the videos from the parade, but apparently you already have. So, yeah, there's some quality stuff that uh, happened at the parade. And I do have to say uh, some of it's funny. Some of it is kind of crazy. Uh, Curtis McDermott, the second person on this team to drop and dent the cup. <laughs> so, so now the other side of the base is dented in. I'm like, guys, this is why we didn't win for 20 plus years because they knew you were going to dent the cup. Like, whatever, the, it'll buff out. It's fine. But, you know, uh, the, the, I, I will say, of all the parade and such coverage, I think the best thing has been um, Nazem Kadri's trolling of the Tampa Bay Lightning with the too many men shirt that he was yes. sporting at the parade. That was quality. That was one of the things I was referring to there with the, the photos and everything. Uh, because the photo that they were calling uh, that the Avs had too many men on the ice, you see six people, if you count it correctly, from the Avalanche. But then you go to the other color and you start counting the players from the Lightning and they had seven. <laughs> So you want to call too many men. There's too many men there. There's yeah, more I, men than too many. I, 
I actually uh, I watched a video of a commentator breaking down the too many men controversy, and he he does make a good point that technically, according to the rules, it was too many men because Kadri skates onto the ice when uh, I believe it was McKinnon was who was subbing out for him or you know was getting off the ice was still at like center ice. Um, and the rule is that McKinnon had to be within five feet of the bench before you make that sub. So technically, you know, Kadri is out when McKinnon is still at, you know, center ice or halfway to the bench. So technically, it's too many men on the ice. But as this commentator put, it was still the right call to just call it a goal and uh, have that, you know, have the story going forward. So as he put it, it was too many men on the ice. But it was the right call not to call it. So I I enjoyed that uh, in that piece uh, because you know it it adds some drama to the whole. It warmed story. your cold avalanche like heart. I don't know. I I look at the photo and uh, I've seen it on Instagram a few different times. I think I saw it on Facebook as well. But it it. The person who f- took the still shot of it did in red numbers one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, yes, we get that. But then in blue, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So, what are you going to call? And the Tampa Bay staff bitching and moaning about it and being babies afterward in the press conference going on some two-minute tirade and then getting up and leaving. Like, yeah, it sucks. We had a lot of calls as the avalanche that were not called or were miscalled. So you take some, you lose some, and you win some. This happened to be an avalanche victory. A freaking sweet shot, too. Did you see the goal? Oh yeah, yeah. When the when this commentator was breaking it down, they showed it several times. So oh man, everybody's like, "Where'd it go? Where? It 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 it's in what? Where? Whip. Holy shit! <laughs> it was yeah. It was just amazing. <sighs> anyway, reliving. Reliving all of that, even though you've seen too much and you don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So let's not talk about it unless you have final comments, because then we can move on to what's on tap and you can tell us what you're having tonight. Uh, you know, I, I no other further comments. I was just I wanted to, to make the uh, just the point that I like it's been filling up my feed and it's great. But I, I'm kind of like, OK, it's just another iteration of we're the champions with like a random selection of abs players. I kind of like. I'm I'm good. I will do my part to continue saturating your feed (laughs) with avalanche goodness. Yeah, I see. And uh, while you're trolling me, Kidder, hey, did you uh, did you happen to look at the episode that came out tonight at all? Yep. Did did you did you read the description I put Mm. on that video? Apparently not far enough. Yeah, you should you should give it a read. And Mm. like read it out loud so that those who maybe are listening or watching this one, who maybe also didn't read that description, can also mm-hmm. enjoy. So the uh, the episode uh, is entitled Bro. Bro! 
episode 65. Howard and Kidder are once again podcasting without their rundown. Will chaos ensue? Maybe a little bit. They have a great conversation about the Colorado Avalanche, Howard's travels, lawn care, WWE news, and painting. Kidder is excited for the return of On Patrol Live. Plus, Howard has a new board game controversy to share. Also, they troll Lane because they can. Visit the drinking partner at drinkingpartner.com. I just figured you'd enjoy the whole trolling lane. Um, mm-hmm. bit. And uh, now that uh, you mentioned that, I, I do remember seeing that as well, because I, I enjoy that. Yes. I was just talking with him about it today. Oh, because of last week's episode <laughs> that was released. Episode 64, where we have the whole section discussing him. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? You should really catch up on these episodes because we're talking about you a lot. Oh, now I got to see. And he was playing it at lunch. And I'm like, you know, if you kept up to date, you wouldn't have to watch all these while you're doing something else. (laughs) But I I get it. I understand, you know, cracking the whip, making things happen. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, Lane, uh, we're still waiting on that uh, beer that you said you were going to get us two months ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking so of beer, Kidder. dive into the fridge. What do you yep. have? I Actually, Kidder, I can tell you that whatever I have is going to be worse than what you have. So, please, let you go first, mm. and I will follow up with the comedy. Okay. Comedy. So you want to be funny tonight. All right. Well, uh, I just, I know what this is and uh, there's a no. story behind it and uh, it'll make you laugh. Well, shoot. What do I want to, I'll do this one. I have a couple of these from the same brewing company and then a couple others from a different brewing company, a couple others from a different brewing company. So uh, we'll go with this one. I don't know if you've had this one, um, but uh, we'll we'll give it a shot <clears throat> as I'm just kind of moseying it because it's an unfiltered. It is an exile brewing company out of Des Moines, Iowa beer. It's the Zoltan. Here's a better look at Zoltan the alien playing a ukulele, wearing a lay on a beach and the uh, UFO overlooking. It's an Island Ale, 4.8% alcohol per volume there, 12 fluid ounces. Uh, Government warning, Exile Brewing Company that I mentioned already. Here is the story. An easy drinking ale. Zoltan, a spy from outer space arrives to learn the tropical island life ditching assignment orders his days are spent on the beach serenading sunbathers with ukulele in hand bursting with tropical fruit aroma and character the island ale is an intergalactic beach luau party in your mouth 
far from ordinary. The Island Ale. Don't mess with the Zoltan. I added that part. Uh, on the top here, it's their 10th uh, anniversary as the Exile Brewing Company was established in 2012. And this beer was born on February 7th. So let's uh, give it a shot and see if it's all right. Mm. Oh, that's hoppy. I had to give it a quick drink because, as you can see, it's getting a little uh, angry. Mm. If, I, if I position it just right, it gives a little extra. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the aroma is very much like an IPA. You get the the fruit is in the citrus and the hops, but it doesn't uh, necessarily slap you in the face with the ukulele and uh, the hops. Uh, would I like to drink a lot of these? No. Would I drink this outside on a hot day? I wish it were earlier because then it would be a yes. <laughs> mm. I don't know about the rating on this. Because it's it's not terrible. It's kind of a rating. <laughs> not terrible. Thanks, local geek. Mm. Mm. Maybe a two point. Nah, nope. That one was hoppy. I'm gonna diminish it. One point eight three two one. What do you got? Well, Kidder, do I got a story to tell you? <clears throat> so my sister-in-law, um, who I like, uh, she, we were, we were having a conversation and she, the podcast came up and she goes, Hey, you drink some weird stuff on the podcast. I go, yes, yes, I do. She goes, I have a beer that was left at my house during one of our get-togethers with friends. I'm not going to drink it. My husband's not going to drink it. I'm thinking I should give it to you for the podcast. Okay. She goes, I'm going to warn you. It's been in and out of the fridge a couple of times. So that'll probably have an effect on it. That's okay. Bring it. So, Kidder... Here's what she has brought me. Content. Yes, she has brought me content in the form of a Pabst Blue Ribbon hard coffee. Ugh. That's right. It's 5% alcohol by volume. It's a hard coffee. This is the original Pabst Blue Ribbon hard, a word I can't read, coffee with a dash of milk. Uh, this Java brew balances a rich, creamy blend with a whipped vanilla flavor. So that's what we got. We got some hard coffee. This could be terrible because I, again, contains milk and has been warmed and cooled. 
warmed and cooled. The big question on the side, before you take a sip and you potentially have like bacterial poisoning, does it say anything on the can about must be refrigerated? Uh, no, not that I uh, noticed as I was uh, perusing the can. Um, you know, uh, there's the usual government warnings. A little bit about uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Uh, Don't drink we'll for the whiskey. Ball Corporation. Mm. So, you know, okay. standard, but so, nothing that says that it needs to be refrigerated. Okay. But uh, we are that, taking a little bit of a risk here. That should be this good. Could be the end of, should be okay. This could be the, could be the end of Howard Blues. Yeah, it, it smells like if, um, well, I know you haven't because you don't like coffee. Um, but for the audience, if you've ever had like one of these Starbucks, like um, cold drinks you can get at the gas station, which name is escaping me at the moment, that's what it smells like. Well, I have had said Starbucks drinks that you can get at the gas station. The caramel, caramel, sorry, <clears throat> frappe, frappuccinos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So imagine one of those that's a bit watery and a little overdone on the flavoring. Mm. And that's what you got here. And like chocolate, right? Um or coffee. Yeah, just chocolate, coffee. Straight. Chocolate might be what that flavor is. Hmm. Oh, It's uh, so it's watery, um, but like very sugary. So like a sugar water. But yeah, kind of a coffee-esque taste. It's kind of a, a watery chocolate milk wouldn't be a bad description. Hmm. Gross. Yep. That would be uh, my rating exactly. What I, I do have to ask and inquire because yeah. you are drinking this right now mm -hmm. and you did not get an opportunity to taste the PBR whiskey. How sad are you that you missed out on the I'm, PBR whiskey? I'm not sad at all. <laughs> I mean, maybe if we threw some in there, it wouldn't be so watered down. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of wondering what kind of milk they used, you know? Because it definitely is a whole milk. milk. No, I wasn't going to say like goat's milk, but I was going to say it's like, you know, like, you know how you go like from whole milk to like 1%, 2% to skim. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they use skim milk for this. Skim milk mixed with water? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there, was, if, there, if there was a next level beyond skim, that's this. It's skim that. light. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what is this, a Keystone beer or a Bush latte? 80% oh. water, 10% hops, and 10% sugar? That just doesn't get any better. Maybe you should have mixed it before you opened it. Maybe that's why it's watery. Now you're going to get down farther, and it's just all going to be the gross part of the... Well, the grosser part of it. <clears throat> Uh, actually, Kidder, since you, you mentioned the whole mix thing, it, mm -hmm. um, I had Little Miss down here uh, before. Mm -hmm.
we started and I was trying to set up for the podcast before that. Um, if I tilt the can, you might notice a very large dent from when I dropped it, pulling it out of the fridge on my way down. Mm. So it's been mixed. <laughs> okay. Glad that we didn't have a beer spraying incident. Oh. Oh, I I hope the fans are enjoying my suffering on this because I'm doing it for the people. I'm doing it for the fans. I do it for the Rock, but but the Rock's care. too busy with the XFL. Exactly. Hmm. Well, for those of you watching or listening, there is one thing that you can do to help us, and that's buy us a beer. But, if you would love these. <laughs> don't yeah don't don't buy him one of those don't buy me one of those buy something decent for us please or at least something tolerable to give us content for the show uh, you can do that by going to beerbluesbs.com again beerbluesbs.com click buy us a beer and through the secure transaction you can just drop us uh, uh, a beer or around and you can even leave a comment on there that we will share right here on the screen watch if you're watching the video version and yes we will probably say the entire comment for uh, all of you listening to us in pennsylvania so thank you very much for joining us <clears throat> for this what's on tap howie blues i am wondering one question at this very moment with our metrics Who's ahead recently, state-wise? Um, I think the last time I looked, it was it was Pennsylvania, and then North Dakota, and I think California. Ah, uh, California. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was I was wondering if, you know, obviously North Dakota was up there because. Uh, specifically today, happy 701 day. 701 being the North Dakota area code and being July 1st when we record this, a very happy 701 day to you, Howie Blues. I'm not going to lie. This is the first time I've heard of 701 day. Hmm. You Sounds must be behind in the times. Uh, well, you know, I'm not a big you know, fan of a lot of crazy holidays because, you know, nowadays there's a holiday like every day, you know, you got to celebrate every day, but it is not a holiday like some other neighboring country having their national day of independence, clearly inferior to the United States of America. <laughs> Kidder is feeling very patriotic tonight. <laughs> Got the red, the white, and the blue. You see that? Mixing it all together. There's a little green as well. So if you're like, uh, you know, the friends of the Fighting Sioux. Or Irish. Or several other countries around the world who have green in their flag. We support you. Or celebrate you. Or just recognize you. Just pick. It's up to you. 
It's about happy 701 day. And I guess for those Canadians, happy Canada day. It's almost over on our clock. I also realized we have not done something in quite some time. And Howard Blues is probably wondering what the hell is that? Have sanity? Have actual content? Have people watch this show? Uh, Maybe a bit of all of the above. One of those things is we talk about music. Not just blues. That's one of the many genres we cover. But I realized I have not discussed the rock music in my soul as part of my lineage of being the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. And the national radio fame of being the number one per capita for over two years for afternoon active rock radio. That'd be the 3 to 7 p.m. time slot, depending on your time zone. Yes, I had the show, the number one show per capita in the country for that genre and time slot. Why? Because I had fun. I listened to the people who listened to me took requests, played awesome tracks, and frankly didn't listen to corporate America because, you know, what works You're in hippie. bigger cities, what, what? Nothing, or, nothing. Or Canadians, what? I didn't take a cheap shot, nothing. Don't, you just keep doing your spiel. I'm sorry. It's the PBR. It's going right to my head. I know where you live. I'm going to find that murder bird now. I'm going to pay him off. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, with the Killer Kidder Show on Spotify, that's one of the places that I curate still to this day. So there are decades worth of music available, hundreds of hours of awesome tunes. In fact, Clinton Cunanan, lead vocalist for another lost year who we've interviewed on this show before you can watch that entire interview right here on our uh, YouTube page. Or if you're listening to us, you can listen to the audio version as well. If you want to get a little bit of the inside track on the music industry and a lot of other things, but uh, the week after we talked on the uh, interview and uh, had a really good time, he actually had some time to pull up the Killer Kidder soundtrack on Spotify or the Killer Kidder show on Spotify. It's a playlist. And he, he he's like, first song I listened to, Out of the Park. Second song I listened to, Out of the Park. Third song, Amazing. Fourth song, Out of the Park. You just, you just number one all the time. I'm like, well. I just have a gift, I guess. I don't know, but uh, I appreciate the uh, support and I appreciate the sentiment because that's that's awesome. It means a lot. But uh, you can listen to it to your uh, for yourself wherever, whenever you are. Uh, just go on Spotify, search Beer Blues and BS, of course. Follow this show, listen to the audio version. Uh, but then you can also follow the Killer Kidder show on spotify and play a bunch of awesome music so as howard has the paint cam rolling over there and he's doing some painting i just wanted to mention a couple things 
because I know Howard is super interested in this as well. <laughs> Maybe not. Some of these bands he might not even know, and that's why I'm here to help introduce them. Uh, the first one, Disturbed. Howie Blues, you know who Disturbed are, right? Uh, I do. I haven't listened to a ton of their stuff, but I will say uh absolutely love their cover of um sound of silence mm -hmm. that's just beautiful i mm -hmm. listened to that actually just this week uh came up on the old ipod as i was driving around so ah your dead piece of technology yes yeah yep awesome well i have good news for you howard blues there's a new album in the works in fact a song is on the cusp of being released. How do I know that? Well, you go to disturbedone.com slash pre-save. Again, disturbed like the band or both Howard and me. The number one.com slash pre-save. You can pre-save basically the placeholder in your playlist for the brand new disturbed single. They're also uh, the past week in this time period. We're uh, working on recording a music video for this upcoming single. So new disturbed coming out pretty quick here. And the new album will likely be out uh, in the next month or two depending on uh, if they stick to the traditional release method of putting out the album, you know, a month or three after the single, or they just surprise us all. And next Tuesday, here you go. Oh, sorry. Friday. They moved the release dates to Friday. Here's a new album. So there's that. So you can check out disturbed on their Facebook page or just their website, disturbedone.com. How about the band Bad Wolves? Howard Blues, have you heard of the band Bad Wolves? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. They have been around for uh, three, four years now, really thinking about it. Their first vocalist was Tommy Vexed, who has been in numerous bands. Well, apparently uh, he didn't quite work out as their lead vocalist, so they fired him. I bring up Tommy Vexed specifically because he was the vocalist that Jim Johnston used for Baron Corbin's theme song, which, again, one of the best theme songs WWE has had in the past 15 years. Okay. Bad Wolves got a new singer. Sounds really good. Uh, in fact, very similar to Tommy Vexed. So <clears throat> I'm okay with the change that they made, even though he's not Tommy Vexed in the vocal form and sound. It's close. So again, it's not uh, that big of a delineation from, you know, the previous music. Anyway. They have a brand new single that they have just released from the new album. It's called The Body. And it, it's a little funky. 
So if you have, uh, you know, not terrestrial radio, because why would they be playing this music now? You need to wait two months to hear it because you're listening to terrestrial radio. That Mark Kidder is not on. Or, well, you can just go to the Killer Kidder Show playlist and just pull it up. <clears throat> There's that. Uh, so it's kind of funky. It's got a good rhythm to it and uh, not too bad. Also, if you want to see Bad Wolves, well, it just so happens they're on tour with Papa Roach and Falling in Reverse. Howard Blues has heard of Papa Roach, of course, but probably not Falling in Reverse. Oh, you have? No, I'm agreeing with you. I haven't heard of them. Oh, oh, okay. I had to uh, make sure because you kind of gave me the, oh, yeah, 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 but no. no. <laughs> oh, yeah, those those guys love their stuff. That that last album, amazing. Loved the single. Very I good. <laughs> I like it. Well, here's your chance to see them in the Northern Plains. August 9th, they're in Sturgis at the Buffalo Chip for the old Sturgis rally. Then, yes, Grand Forks, the Alaris Center is going to be rocking on August 10th. So you can see them. In fact, August 10th, it's a Wednesday night. But you know what? That's fine because it's cheaper for the venue to get them on a Wednesday night than it is on a Friday night. And what does that mean? Potentially cheaper ticket prices for you and, well, a night in the middle of the week to break up the monotony of your 8 to 5 Monday through Friday job. So there's that. After they're uh, hitting up the Alaris or the Al, as uh, some of uh, my old radio friends would say, they're heading to Sioux City, Iowa on the 12th of August to play the Hard Rock Casino Battery Park. You can get uh, tickets for that at the various ticket locations, including the Bad Wolves and Papa Roach websites. So if you're interested and able to go to those shows, make sure you check out some awesome rock there. In fact, I added the uh, video in the rundown for Howard Blues to grab to put into the show notes so we have all of our bases covered so if you want to hear it i'll just go to the killer kidder playlist on spotify and search for bad wolves the body or it's in the link below anyway how about a uh, guy uh, you may have heard of him uh ozzy osborne anything have you heard of him? Uh, yeah, I mean, he had that reality TV show, right? I mean, I'm, pur I'm purposely holding to see how long you can keep that shit-eating grin. <laughs> I can keep it up a really long time. I uh, I was going to make another joke and then cracked myself up, um, which is the only reason I, I, I dropped it. But um, 
I've uh, I troll my wife with that same look every now and then, and so I've gotten pretty good at being able to sit there and, and do that pose for a while. Mm-hmm. 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 I like it. I like it. <coughs> Gosh. <coughs> got me on the <coughs> got me on the, the pickup. <coughs> so I uh <coughs> might die. Might not. Okay. Ozzy Osbourne. You know the Oz Ozmeister. He's been around for many a decade, and uh, surprisingly enough to all sorts of medical science, is still alive. Uh, Ozzy has a brand new album and song. Have uh, you happened to hear about this, Howard Blues, or have you heard the song? Uh, I have heard nothing about it or the song because... Uh, you know, I have an iPod now, so I'll, I'm done listening to terrestrial radio. So, yeah, I haven't been following any music news. Been rocking out to my uh, to a lot of old bands, Kidder. So, a lot of my older music. Enjoying that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, <clears throat> I mean, Ozzy is a classic as a staple in the rock world bad eating jet flying whatever you want to say new album is called patient number nine this album drops september 9th you know if you're into the old album uh, like vinyl for me i still like cds which are apparently making a comeback so thankfully for the CD world and collectors. Got a whole collection right up on the top shelf there. Got a bunch of signed albums from artists over the years. So I guess uh, artists, if you're listening to this and you want to have your album featured on the Killer Kidder show or the shelf back there, go ahead and send us an autographed album. That'd be pretty sweet. We'd appreciate it. Uh, anyway, Ozzy has a brand new title track out. And again, by title track, that means it is the title of the album, but it's a song on that album, if that makes sense to you. So again, the track on the album is the same name as the album. There may be a better way to explain that. Songs called Patient Number Nine. That is out now. <clears throat> it's not bad, but... Still typical Aussie. Uh, this show is just talking about space, space, you know, those sorts of things. It's not bad. If you want to listen to that, what can you do? Killer Kidder Show or uh, just go into the show notes. There's also that. All right. Have you been listening to any new music lately? Um, no, <laughs> as, as I just said, uh, being, that oh, I, I know a, you just said, but I, I'm, I'm trying to call you out and see if you have anything, anything out there that maybe you've 
found, listened to, came across, reviewed, thought about, dreamt of, whatever the case is. And as a side note, while you're thinking of a comeback to that, Jeff Beck is featured on the new single, Patient Number 9, for Ozzy. Um, gosh, I mean, really, I, I haven't. Um, Because really, when I listen to music right now, Kidder, it's either when I'm like on the road traveling somewhere, to a usually to a site. Uh, and again, I've been listening to a lot of the old classics, um, stuff I haven't listened to in a while. Um, enjoying that. Um, but I will say, I, I did think there is there is something new I've been listening to, although it comes from uh-huh. a weird place, and it's um, you're going to kind of go, huh? Um, but I have found, and you'll enjoy this. Uh, I, this happened to me with Junior when he was uh, an infant, where I just I found interesting songs that put him to sleep. Like he's the only kid I know who I've ever has ever been put to sleep to "Hey Jude," you know. It, it just had to do with kind of the bouncing to a particular beat more than the words or anything like that. I think but, my brain falls asleep to that song when I hear it. Yeah. Um, but Little Miss, the song of choice that will instantly stop her from crying and is about 95% effective of putting her to sleep uh, is a new song to me, but it's called Wellerman. That's a sea shanty by Nathan Evans. Pretty decent song, actually. Um, uh, for those of you who are on things like TikTok, you probably have seen it. It's one of these that's been kind of taken over and turned into a trend video, including the most stupid one. Let me rant here for a little bit. Let me clean my brush. Let me take a sip of the PBR. Okay, the most stupid one that I've seen, and it's this, people are doing, I believe the term is a duet. I don't know. I'm not up on the, not up on the TikTok. But it's a duet where somebody's reacting to the original video, but the reaction is always like, I had to watch this eight times to figure out what was going on. You know, and and what it is, is it's um, one guy, he has a little silly kind of dance that he does to it, but he has then put himself like five times, like he copied himself five times, but he's got like a green screened sweatshirt. So he's able to, each one has a different color. And at the end of this, he rotates colors. And even though you've noticed that they've rotated the green, which was at the, like the head of the dance group is back at the head of the dance group. And people are like, Oh, how did that happen? And it's like, like I'm like, it took you eight times to realize that because it's a green screen sweatshirt, he changed the color slightly from green to blue on the original one. So that when they rotated, now all of a sudden the green one rotated back into the first position. Stupid video. So I've seen that one a couple of times. But anyway, that the song Wellerman is used for that um, one. But no. Little Miss loves that song. It puts her to sleep, calms her right down. Incredible. So that that's the newest thing I guess I've been listening to. I have a <clears throat> I have an important question to ask you. Okay. What are you doing on TikTok? 
Uh, actually, this was. <laughs> I so I talked about this before, Kidder, in one of my hot takes. Uh, how uh, Facebook has their reels that show up in your feed. Well, people from TikTok in a continual desperate uh, attempt to gain views because. You know, apparently their whole self-worth is tied into likes and views. Have started moving their TikToks into Reels. So this is one of those where scrolling through Facebook and it pops up. You know, and you see the caption of, it took me five times to figure out how this happened. You know, they did this. I'm like, what? What? was a guy dancing. And it's like, oh, yeah, he color shifted his sweatshirt. So that's how I've seen it. I saw it actually as a Facebook reel. So you're saying that we need to do something like that and get uh, on Facebook reels, 10, 20 seconds of us like, how did I get here? Whoa, I'm watching this video reaction of things. Colorado Avalanche, yeah. I don't know because... Probably a bunch of people, like, even if you had something that was successful, then just a bunch of people would copy it. Because mm-hmm. that's that's what you do on TikTok, right? You, you find somebody who had some success, and then you make the same video. Mm-hmm. So that you aren't adding to the, to the um, creative landscape. You're just diluting the product. I would call it plagiarism personally but (laughs) i mean here we are in 2022 and what's journalism what is plagiarism Eh, whatever we'll just steal everybody else's content and violate any copyright law that's out there who cares yeah i mean and it's it is it's notoriously bad on tiktok and reels or even facebook watch Try going through like just like the random things that Facebook suggests to you for Facebook Watch and uh, seeing just all of the like, here's a chunk of a TV show that we've put up. Here's another chunk of a TV show. I could probably watch all of like the deadliest catch on there if I, you know, looked hard enough. And yet, when we share. One good clip from a hockey game. They're like, nope, 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 don't. Nope, nope, nope. Even though it falls under the fair use guidelines of the Federal Communications Commission. So there's that. Yep. Screw you, censors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what also I've seen a lot on Facebook uh, lately, Kidder? Um I've talked about this in previous episodes. Uh, Well, yes, that, but I was going to be a little bit more specific. Um, Okay. uh, I I talked about this many episodes back about the t-shirt scam where it's like, my son has autism and he's made this shirt. Well, those have been coming up again in some of my Facebook things, including one that I had to laugh. I I mean, it was just the stupidest post. I should have screened grabbed it, but I'm sure it's gone by now where somebody's like, everybody has told my daughter that she's, you know, terrible at painting, but I'm trying to encourage her by, by sharing this online store she made. So it's painting, right? That that's what she's supposed to be bad at get her. But here it is. It's an NDSU t-shirt with like 
screenshots of football players. Like there is no painting on it. It's a hmm. logo and like screen grabs. Well, maybe it was an NDSU fan. I mean, I could see him getting confused about stuff like that. Yeah, I, I just, I, can, I, I think you and I need to come up with our own. Because again, this is in that uh, North American Bison group. We need to come up with our own Bison scam shirt. <laughs> that shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, Nas- national intercontinental championship football champions. Well, I, I was talking about like the animal, but that's fine. And then I just, <laughs> I just want to, I just, I want to take and put it in that group as clearly like. Hey, the store is real, and the shirt is actually real. Here's our actual bison scam shirt, since everybody seems to post that on here. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of those videos that are scamming people, or uh, uh, sites that are trying to scam people out of their hard-earned money. And you know what? We're out here. We are trying to be the American way and make 50 cents to a dollar an item ourselves and that merch store is at beerbluesbs.com you can buy things such as pint glasses with your favorite designs on there perhaps even a t-shirt with original quality designs and uh, if one of us gets some time in the next uh, however long we'll probably make something dumb like a bison and scam shirt or i i I'm I'm not really sure. But you know what? We'll probably make something mm-hmm. one of these days. Beerbluesbs.com. Just click merch right at the top of the page. You'll be able to see our uh, <clears throat> awesome styles right there. I also want to mention Howie Blues. Uh, before I continue talking about, uh, uh, you know, we came as Romans and uh, a little bit more music news before we continue on with the the show, and of course, uh, uh, what's on tap because I'm thirsty again. Oh, is that no, more of that crap? Sorry, I, mean, I was lamenting the fact that I got to catch up if we're getting to what's on tap too. Take your time, kidder. Take mean, your if time. You, if you chug it, then it is what it is, right? Yeah, you you just take your time. Okay. (laughs) So, I mentioned and shared the information with Rude Boy Kyle this evening of our episode that was released tonight, episode 65, where we discussed the drinking partner once again and uh, potentially getting those triple B branded drinking partners out to the world. And he said, oh, do you guys have uh, stickers or something like that? I'm like, well, Rude Boy Kyle, it just so happens that in the Triple B merch store, we have two different types of stickers of just the Triple B logo. And then many other designs as well, if you like a specific Triple B original design. Oh, what sizes are they? Well, here you go. Here's the link to the Triple B sticker. I shared it with him. And he's like, that would probably fit. So Howard Blues, there's a potential. I'm throwing it out to the universe, seeing if the universe allows it, maybe sticks, that there could be a triple B drinking partner. Mm. I'm throwing it out there to the universe. Let's see what the universe does with the aforementioned information. 
That'd be pretty cool, though, huh? Yeah. How, uh, uh, you know, before I open the beer and talk about music and all that good stuff, uh, have you heard any feedback about the drinking partner? Uh, no, um, only because my parents just uh, got back from, uh, they were in Marquette, Michigan, visiting my sister. So that would have been their first real opportunity to use their drinking partners. And I really haven't talked to them uh, since their return. So, but once I, once I hear, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure I'll let you know, <laughs> we'll get an actual testimonial on here. Wow. Yeah. It's like, we're legit. <laughs> we should stop trying so hard. <laughs> we're actually getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? Kidder? We're too legit to quit. I, I'm sorry. I can't do the. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, we came as Romans. They uh, have been, also been around for a, a decade or two now. And uh, th unfortunately, their uh, previous vocalist uh, passed away uh, about five years ago. Uh, Kyle Pavone passed away and obviously very sad when somebody passes away and you have to continue on or decide what to do. Uh, they ended up deciding to get a new vocalist and continue on. So this is their first new album in five years. Just so happens they have a new album called Plagued. Uh, let me back up. Dark Bloom is the album. Plagued is the new single. Okay. Album. Again, Dark Bloom, because of all the confusion. That will be out on October 14th. The new single is called Plagued. It is out now and uh, has a vibe almost of uh, some earlier Linkin Park. So very, very interesting song. The other cool thing, well, it just so happens as we bring you the information, they are coming to the area. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. They're touring with August Burns Red, Hollow Front, and Void of Vision through this leg of the tour. They're stopping in Fargo at the Fargo Brewing Outdoors Festival uh, on August 14th. They'll be in Minneapolis at the Fillmore August 16th. Then they're heading south to uh, rude boy. Uh, I mean, Nico is a rude boy as well, but he's more of brother Nico heading down to brother Nico's territory in Lincoln, Nebraska. They'll play at Bourbon Street on August 18th. And then rude boy Kyle is not going to be left out either because they're traveling to Des Moines to play at Val Air on August 19th. And uh, those full tour dates and whatnot in the links, you guessed it, below in the show notes. So thanks for joining us <clears throat> for Kidder Talks Rock. couple other notes to pass along. <sighs> if you're a Seven Dust fan, they're working on a brand new album. They finished writing it, so they're going to start recording and rocking out pretty quick. They're eyeing a 2023 release date. So probably 
if I had to just randomly guess, maybe around March or April. Porcupine Tree. I uh, loved this group way back uh, in the early 2000s. Uh, they have returned. They have a brand new album out now. It's called Closure slash Continuation. You can listen to that on the Killer Kidder show. And uh, what would music news be without a little Metallica? Well, apparently there's some new Metallica music in the works. You heard it here first, folks. New Metallica in process or progress a little bit of both it's the first uh, new music uh, being worked on a uh, true new music true new album since 2016's hardwired to self-destruct and i am obviously excited because when it's metallica time it's kidder's happy time How you doing over there, Darth? Uh, you know, all right. I uh, I had I had to catch myself laughing because with some of the names of those bands, Kidder, like you could have just been making up stuff. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like when you said Porcupine Tree, I'm just like, he's just making shit up now. <laughs> you know, see if I'm actually listening. And then you like start talking about nope, that's actually a band. But <laughs> I mean, you you could have gotten away with it, you know. You get her, you're probably gonna go, yeah. Cranberry Red's releasing a new album. You heard of them, Howard? Yeah, no, no. But you see, Howard, I have that credibility as an authority in rock music, so I'm not just gonna bullshit you for the point of me getting a laugh because I can do that with other things. <laughs> Well, that is true. That is true. Are you thirsty yet? I mean, I'm pretty sure this PBR has kind of killed a bunch of my taste buds, but uh, I, mean, I probably could have another just to get the taste out of my mouth. All right. Well, I'll start then. How about that? <laughs> All right. I'll, let me clean my brush and start chugging this thing to finish it. Okay. So while you are doing your thing on your end, I will introduce my next beer on tap. It is again from the Exile Brewing Company in Des Moines, Iowa. This is the Hannah Hefeweizen Ale. As you can see, that's apparently Hannah on the label of the Hefeweizen Ale. This Puppy is a 6.0% alcohol per volume and 12 full fluid ounces here in this bottle. The little story on the side, which uh, right there, I will read for you. It's a juicy wheat ale. So I like the wheat ales and I'm hoping it's juicy. Uh, Hannah started as an ambiguous grand gesture to our founder's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you talk about a story. Here we got one for you. After a few years, they were reunited and are now a beer-loving family of three. That turned a little bit different than what I thought it would. Our Hefeweizen is a balance of classic Bavarian-style flavors, rousing banana, 
and citrus character with a subtle bubblegum and clove aroma. Our juicy wheat ale is proof that love can be mended. So there you go. Far from ordinary, the Hannah Hefeweizen. And as you can see in the video version here, she's holding the uh, love arrow or something along those sorts. And uh, again, far from ordinary exile brewing company, 10 year anniversary established in 2012. This one born on April 11th. So we have a fresher beer of the two. So we'll pop that off. Uh, look at that. Nice, nice, uh, smoky, frothy. Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm, that's kind of a bizarre scent. Because it uh it smells like a, a little bit of burnt, uh like burnt wheat. And then you get that bubblegum scent and a little bit of fruitiness. So very interesting. Hmm. It's kind of a bubblegum taste, but then you get the wheat taste with it, uh, like uh, golden. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well, so far I'm at a, a three and a half. We'll see how the rest of it treats me here, but um, that's not too bad. It's definitely better than... Uh, Zoltan playing as alien ukulele. So very interesting. It's also just reminded uh, something that's kind of on the border of pissing me off <laughs> in. Uh, I don't know if it's just a Des Moines thing or if it's an Iowa thing, but uh, you go to the store and you purchase some quality local products like this, whether it's in the glass or aluminum cans. And you have to pay on each item. So if you buy a single, you pay five cents. If you buy a pack of 12, it's five cents times 12. And you are charged at the register on your bill for that amount. Then what you're supposed to do is clean up and keep the recyclable items Again, the glass bottles and aluminum cans. You bring them into the recycling facility and then you get your money back. Versus here, you're not charged an extra tax, essentially, at the store. You just purchase your item and then you have the option to save the uh, aluminum or in some cases glass and then you get the x number cents per pound when you bring them in what's your thoughts on that howard blues that's actually a fairly common practice amongst um states that offer money for recycling um items I'm guessing it's, it's Iowa, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, uh, Maine, New York, Oregon, Massachusetts, and Vermont. And Michigan. Yes. 
and I, uh, I know California. about this. Yeah, I, I knew about Michigan uh, because my sister lives there, and she was talking about it uh, during her last visit. Uh, she thought that that she agrees with you that it's kind of a meh thing. You know, the reason I think it's dumb uh, in this case, obviously, I have several items that I purchased or Rude Boy Kyle purchased for us as a uh, what's on tap bias a beer in Des Moines. And then we brought them here to North Dakota. So he will not receive five cents back per item and I will not receive five cents back per item to bring these back to a store. The good news with these bottles, because they're pry off tops, is that we can give these to the local geek. He can do his magic and end us giving a, a end up giving us some other tasty brews. So that's a win win. But with the aluminum cans, I mean, we recycle. We keep the aluminum cans. We take them into the recycling center and we get them processed and whatnot. So is it, I don't know, paying five cents up front for the item is kind of a lame way to try and force recycling. How about instead of charging people a bunch of money for it, you set up recycling centers where people can just drop off glass, aluminum, paper, etc., and then the city can process them. Or you have an all-in-one recycling system like we do in Bismarck, where you put items like this in there. You essentially pay the fee to the city. The city makes money off of it by selling it to, to the recycling facilities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So... We're still helping. We're still recycling. We're just not being charged up front and have to try and wiggle our way to squeeze our five cents per item out of the government's grubby hands. What are you drinking? <laughs> oh, let me. I'm doing a bunch of highlighting, uh, Kidder, just... For audience who's wondering, I'm still working on that same theme, and I'm doing a lot of highlighting. I gotta say, my brush control is just shit tonight, so that that's helping my mood. Uh, Gary, sorry, dude. Oh, yeah, I just grabbed a second can because I knew I was gonna have to wash that down. Uh, but apparently, I grabbed a uh, beer from the Rhombus Guys Brewing Company. It is their Peace Garden India Pale Ale. Uh, 6.2% alcohol by volume. Uh, here's the description. The beer, Peace Garden, is our clearish IPA, heavy on juicy flavor. A huge aroma of tropical fruits and citrus are created by, are created by a combination of mosaic, citra, sabro, and simico hops, so a lot of different hops, that will give you hints of mango and passion fruit with a clean, dry finish. The brewery, the Ramos Grise Brewing Company, is located downtown Grand Forks, North Dakota, in the old Metropolitan Opera House. Our mission is to bring you great beers for every occasion. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Don't be square. Drink outside the box. So that's what I got. Let's open this IPA up. 
Get a good whiff of the hops. Mm. <laughs> yep, that is definitely hops and citrus. So, yay. Uh, let's give it a taste. I'm definitely getting the hops, which I know I say every time. It's interesting because on here they call for like a clean, dry finish. It doesn't taste that dry to me. It's got kind of a bit more of a wet kind of take. I mean, it is a liquid, so it's probably pretty wet. Right. But it's not like, like when I think of like a nice, like dry martini, you know, it's almost like it takes your breath away. It leaves you almost feeling a bit parched after you've had it. And this doesn't do that. Um, I'm not really picking up the mango or the passion fruit. Um, but of course, my taste buds could be killed from that Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, which, uh, excuse me, everybody, it burped a little bit and that stuff came back up. And yeah, oh, anyway, um, that's what I got. Um, it's an okay IPA. I'm going to reserve a rating on this kidder because I don't think it's getting a fair shot having to be the follow-up to that PBR hard coffee. So, I'll have I mean, to it is an IPA that already gets kind of draped downward because of that. Wait, it's an IPA? Cool. Clearly, five out of five. Okay, Rab. <laughs> <laughs> We'll give you your own segment on the show where you can review the beers that we won't want to. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I'll reserve judgment on that one until uh I give it a I can give it a fair shake. So Okay. How's your driving been lately? Um my driving has been fine, Kidder, but Boy, do I got a story for you! And I wish I I had more to this story. It's gonna it's gonna end on a little on a unsatisfying note, but I had to share those. So I, I said my my parents were in uh, Marquette, Michigan, visiting my sister, and uh, my dad asked that I would go out on Monday night and water trees on their uh, property out at the ranch because he planted a bunch of new trees. He wanted to get them watered um, and such. I said, sure, I can go out and water trees. Um, and uh, when I, I, I kind of forgot about it that I was supposed to go do it because he was supposed to give me a call back and confirm that he needed me to go out and water trees, and he never did. So, like, Monday, as I get home from work, I'm like, I know I was supposed to do something. Was I supposed to water trees? So I text him, and he's like, oh, yeah, please, please go out and do that. I'm like, sure. So I tell my wife, Lefty, I'm like, I, I got to go out to the ranch and water trees. Of course, Junior's it's like, me? Me go? It's like, yes, you can come with me, son. Which I'm glad I brought him along, Kidder, because uh, one, he ended up finding the map of where all the new trees were uh, planted. Because my dad, he called me, and he, I mean, like, he rattled off like... Yeah, you got to go over by the sandbar. There's three over on this side, two over on this side. Then you got to go 
down to the duck pond. There's three over here, four over here, and then go across the bridge over by the windmill. There's two more, and then you know, it's like I I by no means could remember all of that. Um so luckily Junior found the map. But the other thing was the way my dad had it set up to water the trees was he hooked his uh four-wheeler uh, up to a trailer and then then he had a bunch of buckets in the trailer. So he had to fill the buckets with water and then basically drive the four-wheeler around to the different trees. Um, Kinder, I've never driven my dad's four-wheeler, so I didn't know how to, like, start it or get it kind of, you know, it's like, get it on. I found the key, um, but that didn't necessarily turn it on, and I'm like, oh, man, how do I do this? Luckily, Junior has been out to the ranch many times with my dad and helped him with projects and ridden in the four-wheeler with him. So as soon as I turn the key, Junior just reaches over to the button and turns hits the button to turn on the uh, the four-wheeler. So I'm glad I had him along because uh, that saved me trying to figure it out. Um, but we, uh, we drove around, took care of the trees. But the story that I was going to tell you happened on our way out to the ranch. Um, we were coming down Century on our way uh, towards Turnpike so we could hop on the interstate there. And as we get to the uh, the Tyler Parkway Century uh, intersection, that wonderful weird intersection, uh, there's a truck pulling a trailer with a small skid steer on it uh, that goes by and a motorcycle in the other lane. And as they're going, I end up pulling in behind them and the, the guy on the motorcycle is just flipping off the guy in the truck. Like he is just pacing right next to the truck just so that he can sit there and just flip the guy off as they're going down the road. Mm. I'm like, well, something happened. I'm not exactly sure. They get to the next light, the one that's there by McDonald's, and uh, they're they're having some words. They're they're clearly having some words. The truck is now in the left hand turn lane to turn into like the McDonald's Texas Roadhouse uh, area. The motorcycle is in my lane, which is in that case, then the far lane from the truck. Um, but like the motorcycle pulls a little bit more out to the intersection and you can tell like that they're having some words back and forth. The light goes green. Neither one moves. They're just too busy yelling at each other. I'm like, oh, we got some uh, road rage here. I'm not going to honk the horn because don't get me involved in this crap. But uh, when the motorcycle guy finally did go, he went about so the next time that he could turn right, he turned in. You could tell that he was whipping around and that he was going to go find this guy. And so, um, Kinder, I, I haven't checked the news, but, man, I'm pretty sure that there was a fist fight somewhere near McDonald's uh, on Monday night. <clears throat> so, yeah. it was... Uh, no, nothing I'm aware of. But, I mean, people just got to calm down. Yes. Yes, they do. And uh, Kidder, I, I know I had this later on the run sheet, but uh, you want a hot take? Yeah, absolutely. If you are one of those people who refuses to put your cruise control on when you're on the interstate, go to hell. And so you are constantly shifting speeds and can't go to hell so that like I pass you and then you pass me and all of that. Go to well, hell. Kidder's already told you what to do. Yeah. You suck at driving. <laughs>
and you shouldn't have a driver's license. Get off the road. Yeah. I didn't even know you were going to talk about it. Now you pissed me off. Damn it. What kind of crap do we have going to... Yeah, you know, oh, I, I, I was just going to say, because I'm all worked up now, that, you know, you don't use your driver's license uh, properly with certain things of, you know, like knowing how to drive or being a responsible driver, things like that. You should have it pulled. I mean that in the case of uh, not using your turn signal, not using your cruise control. Just being a dick while you're driving. Lose your license. You're done. Uh, a co-worker of mine says that you should lose your voting privileges. And I mean, I tend to agree with him because at this point, you don't know what you're doing in life because you clearly can't operate a motor vehicle. So why should you be voting at the polls? I don't know. I mean, right? There's that. <clears throat> Yeah, no, Kidder. I was uh, I was on the road uh, this week. I made a uh, long road trip to restock some of our site's store um, inventory, and um, after you know hours in the car driving around the state, um, I was trying to get home, trying to get home uh, so that Lefty could go to work, and I could take over watching the kids. And I, I kid you not, I had this happen both with a, a semi truck and then just an SUV where like I ended up passing them and then they started passing me. And as they're like passing me, they like stop passing me and like almost match speeds with me and then start to slow down until we get to like the next hill and then they speed up. And I'm just like, just go. If you're going to pass me, pass me. But this whole like, you know, going downhill, I'm faster, but going uphill, I'm slower. Ah, it was driving me nuts. I actually ended up just on my cruise control, notching it down to like, you know, 73 instead of 75. Just so I'm like, you guys just go. Get out of my space. Just go. And being that I was in a state fleet vehicle, I couldn't go up and just, you know, outpace them. It's like, I will slow down. Go. Get out of my space. And of course, the dumb thing with that is when you go slower, then they go slower. And you're like, what are you doing? Go. Stop watching a movie on your tablet. Get out of here. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, uh, my slogan, running for sheriff, we, we, we discussed that a few times. So again, November 8th, vote Kidder for sheriff, Burley County, North Dakota. My uh, slogan is make turn signals great again. Hmm. I believe that uh, it affects everyone. And you can do your part. (laughs) Wow, you got my vote. Sweet. Maybe I should add in make cruise control great again. Yeah. I mean, it's just I I don't I don't get it. You know, you're you're on the interstate. We have cruise control. Just use that, you know. But this whole gonna go slower, gonna go faster, gonna go slower, gonna go faster. It's like all you are doing is annoying me and being a menace on the road. You know, just pick a speed. 
get to your destination. So, anyway, yep, there, there's some driving talk. A guy who has spent, uh, so far I'm up to over 5,000 uh, miles now, kidder. So. So, we can't say that you would walk 500 miles and then walk 500 more. Because then you'd walk 5,000 miles to just knock at your door. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, a Proclaimers reference. I do declare that I have proclaimed. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, money in the bank. That's tomorrow. Uh, today, now officially, because <laughs> we've just switched over to midnight. So, uh, today, tonight, tomorrow. So, were you uh, listening or watching to this? Go back to our episode from two weeks ago of the review of WWE Money in the Bank. For us right now, we'll see what happens in, um, I don't know, 20 hours. We'll go yeah. from there. There's your money in the bank preview. And uh, a coworker, um, actually, we, we have actually a new division director, um, Kidder. He, he was our state archaeologist. He's now um, our division director. Um, and, uh, he, uh, he has found out that, uh, one, I do a podcast, but two, I talk wrestling and he is also a wrestling fan. So he was asking me if I had seen and heard the news that, uh, Cesaro had joined AEW. Good so thing had... you were, uh, up on that from our post forbidden door recap. Yeah. So we talked that. We talked uh, Roman Reigns a little bit. Um, he's not a fan of this Roman Reigns, Hulk Hogan type push where, you know, we just can't have anybody beat Reigns. So it just keeps going on and on. So he likes, he likes a lot of different people in the title picture and, uh, you know, so that you can keep changing it up. You know, something you and I have said for many years now. So mm -hmm, it was a good mm -hmm. it was a good little talk. So I'm sure he will ask me about money in the bank uh when I see him next week. So I would ask if you uh, were going to join me tomorrow to watch it because I know that's your favorite, absolute favorite. <clears throat> live premium event of the year but um you know the sky is blue and you have other things to do yeah which uh, depending on how those other things turn out kidder i may wish i was back uh watching money in the bank with you but uh mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that's a rant for another time door is always open <laughs> You say that, but it's not. It's not always open. Sometimes you have it locked. I Just know. to keep the riffraff out. Ah. So, are you watching anything else? You catching up on things on 
the streaming services or over the air TV or something? I mean, you got you got anything else going on 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 your end of things of watching something of interest? Well, Kidder, uh, we the wife and I have started a, a new kind of series as a kind of late night. We're tired. We've been dealing with the kids. Let's just put something on. Uh, and we've been watching the um, what's the term? The relaunched uh, series on Netflix of Iron Chef Quest for the Iron Legend, which is as kind of as stupid of a title as you can possibly imagine. Um, are you familiar with Iron Chef, Kidder? Uh, I believe Iron Chef America would be the last one that I've seen where it's two of the top chefs within the Iron Chef realm of uh, competition. And then uh, I guess it's like one Iron Chef versus a regular person. They go through it. And then if they do well enough, then they become an Iron Chef or potentially can. Uh, I always liked the... What the hell did they call him? The the guy that brought the special ingredients and whatnot. The chairman. I want to say the yes, the the chairman. I was going to call him the commissioner, but the chairman. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. uh, it it it's pretty much the cast of Iron Chef America. So Alton Brown is back as the uh, kind of your host. Uh, the chairman is back as well. Um. And it, it is following kind of that same thing, uh, chef versus a iron chef. Um, and this time, though, they are given scores. And at the end of however many challengers they have, the challenger who gets the highest score then gets to try to compete against all five iron chefs. And if they can beat all five, then they are the iron legend. Or, yes, the iron legend. Um it's been okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of bad puns, uh, especially from the chairman. So if you're a fan of that. Um, but yeah, we've had that on. We've been enjoying it. It's it's okay. Kind of good background noise and such. But we're like three, four episodes in. And uh, they, they, it's kind of interesting this time because usually there's just a secret ingredient with the Iron Chef, and now there's like a secret like theme that they have to do as well. So like one of them was tailgating was the theme, and then the secret ingredient was ribs. Hmm. So it's kind of been interesting. Um, They've had one Iron Chef defeated so far in what we've seen. So. Um, but Crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those. I was, I was never like a huge Iron Chef fan. Um, but I don't know. We've been watching it. It's kind of in our go-to um, in-between stuff. Uh, we also started um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But mm. I, I'm hesitant to really talk too much about it, Kidder, because we got like halfway through the first episode and Lefty was falling asleep, so we stopped. <laughs> All right. So, um, reserving uh, comment, but hopefully, maybe if I get some more of that watched, 
Uh, we can talk Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If you try okay. So. You got it. We'll do that. One of these days. Yeah. It, it was a little bit dry. So it, it does kind of pick up. <clears throat> but yeah, there's that. So I am excited to share that I came across a teaser trailer for part two of Netflix animated series Inside Job. I've talked about it on the show before for the first season, which was out uh, November or so of 2021. It's out uh, available for you on Netflix now, and I think that uh, you should watch it because it's funny and has a lot of references to a lot of different things in society and should make you laugh. That is available on Netflix season two or part two uh, coming soon. So probably later this year, because, I mean, we're coming up on. Well, I mean, it is July now. We've already wasted a day in July. It's going to be August before we know it. So probably September, October, November is when this will show up on Netflix for season two. Very excited for that. Also, just released Thursday or Wednesday, the animated movie. Yes, Beavis and Butthead are back for Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe, which is basically a sequel that's not a sequel of Beavis and Butthead Do America. That was 1996, I believe. This uh, starts out by taking place in 1998. If you like Beavis and Butthead, it's hilarious. Uh, I do have to say that the, the missus and I were laughing a lot because it's, you know, dumb comedy. And I think it's really the first uh, Beavis and Butthead that she has seen. Although they came out with uh, a season... A few years back, which I, I look over at the movie wall because it's over there. Uh, not quite the humor Howard is into. I was uh, going to say, Kinder, do you want a hot take? Sure. Beavis and Butthead. Not that great. Not that great. I have never been a fan of them whatsoever. So you're saying you don't like uh, <laughs> uh, 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 shut up, Howard. <laughs> I would argue that King of the Hill is Mike Judd's better uh, work. Sure. Yep. But all and the of course, the funny thing with that is basically Hank Hill originates in Beavis and Butthead. Yes, I did know that, actually. Mm -hmm. So, you no, boys it, are whacking in my tool shed? Uh, no. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
Well, just, you know, I didn't watch it growing up. I just, yeah, I don't have any connection with it. But like anytime like I've seen clips or anything of it, I'm just like, why does anybody like this? It's uh, not good. So there you go. And if you think I'm wrong, leave a comment. Yeah, go for it. I dare tell you. Tell Howard. Tell Howard he's wrong. Or yeah. correct. Or indifferent. Please. Like and share. Sharing is caring. <laughs> what? Um, nothing. Nothing. I uh, was trying to see what uh, how we were doing on time with everything and... Uh, is it about that time? I well, I was trying to determine that. Um, you know, uh, I think it's going to end up being a little bit shorter of an episode. But oh no, are you saying we haven't been talking for a while? Well, I was trying to determine that. I mean, we're sitting at about an hour and a half, which isn't bad. It's decent. I think that there's. I think that I feel like there was some good content in this episode. You know. Like I feel like we've really uh, we've we've laid down some some top quality podcasting action, and uh, I, I think like anything that we were to kind of throw in now would just be phoning it in, you know, like Lane when he goes to work. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I will phone in a little bit just to pad the time a hair because I have to mention Star Trek Strange New Worlds has been on a roll. The latest episode talks about the Gorn again and is kind of gruesome and dark and creepy and inspirational at the same time. Howard's doing the face this entire time. I know you can't see it, but trust me, he's got the face. <laughs> it's there. Aside from that, uh, the Orville also had a, a pretty good episode, which is interesting that it covers topics that literally came up the week it premiered. What am I talking about? You should watch it if you have Hulu Watch uh, episode three of the Orville. I haven't seen the fourth episode of this season yet because that came up the other night. Busy doing other things, content, podcast, you know, those sorts of things. I'll get to that. We'll get it back to you, let you know. But uh, very good content from shows coming out that I'm interested in. Uh, I have not watched the new Ms. Marvel uh episode four i think it's episode four as well but again i'm still like on the ledge with that series because it's like it's really meant for more of a children's audience which is fine but yet there's the adult pieces with it so i'm trying to decide of do i like this show do i feel that it's too childish is it not adult enough is it 
stylistically bizarre because there's animated pieces put into like the backgrounds and on walls and things that are they fitting in? How does this work? Cause they're completely unrelated to Ms. Marvel quote unquote and her powers. So it, it's kind of all over the place. Uh, again, the things I enjoy about it is that they're highlighting uh, both <clears throat> uh, Muslim culture, but also Iran, Pakistan, and in that region of people, they're they're really giving an insight into their lives, their culture, and so I, I think that's really good to highlight, especially now. But with what they're doing with the show, it, I don't know. We'll I'll keep watching. I'm going to watch the entire series. I'll report back and give the non-spoiler version as best I can and review because we hate spoilers on this show, especially for something that you're really interested in seeing. Howard, I know you're not, uh, I guess, grinding at the bit to see Ms. Marvel, but in the event that you decide to watch it, you'd be like, yep, Kidder mentioned that three years ago. And uh, well, that ruined this moment for me. And I don't want to be that guy, damn it, because I don't like ruining moments uh, in shows and, and things like that. Like spoilers. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. And uh, with that little bit of stalling, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. I think it's time we wrap this up with some, uh, you know, maybe some cheap plugs, you know, to change it up a little bit. Are you maybe, sure? Maybe, yeah, I mean, hey, let's 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 go a little crazy. Let's go with some semi-reasonably priced plugs. Awesome. I mean, we could talk about pizza for another forty-five minutes if you wanted to. I know we've done that before, but there's more ground to cover, more pepperoni to talk about. You know what I'm saying? But for the sake of time and tonight's episode, please visit us at beerbluesbs.com. It's beerbluesbs.com, our website, your home in cyberspace for everything beer, blues, and BS. Yes, beer, blues, BS. Stop by, check us out, and while you're there, you can click on the YouTube version so you can find this visual version, and yes, subscribe, click the thumbs up, please and thanks, and share with your friends because sharing is caring. If you like the audio version, which is totally fine, and we are all over the place in every audio version that we can possibly be, you know, like Pandora. Amazon Music, Stitcher FM. There's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Did I mention iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Spotify? Those are just a few to name a few. If you have a specific audio service that you're already a member of, make sure you go to the search bar there, type in Beer, Blues, and BS. We're going to be there subscribe to us please and thank you give us a listen if you're on the road or whatnot or just watch the video version here on youtube click the thumbs up again sharing is caring 
the more views, the more awesomeness we're able to share with you. So please and thanks. We do appreciate your listenership and or viewership. So continue to do that if you would. By uh, doing that, it helps us get to more people and share this here thing that we call beer, blues, and BS. And uh, where I was going with that is uh, the sharing of the Facebook page. Yes, everybody and anybody is on Facebook. So you can like our Facebook page, Beer, Blues, and BS on Facebook. Guess what? That link is also available at BeerBluesBS.com. What else is there? Of course, we mentioned it earlier, but I'll mention it again. It's buying us a beer or buying us a round. You can certainly do that. Just click the Buy Us a Beer button. Choose how much you'd like to uh, share with your good brothers. Maybe three, six bucks, 12 bucks. Buy us a round, a couple more of these. Whatever the case is, we'd appreciate it. And drop us a note. Drop us your name because we want to share who purchased a round or a beer for us and of course a message that we can have right here on the bottom of the screen well what else is there to share the merch store that's available at beerbluesbs.com get a pint glass a custom beer blues and bs pint glass it's got the triple b logo right there on it or perhaps a premium live event a premium show. There's many things on the website. So many different options. Beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch. Shirts, sweatshirts, pants, uh, premium t-shirts, glasses, wine tumblers. What's on there? There's so much stuff. It's unbelievable. And they're all original Beer Blues and BS designs from your good brothers. Yes. Howie Blues and me, Mark Kidder. We get the graphical design juices flowing so then you can have a stylish item in your collection, whether it's an apparel item or perhaps a glass. You can have that to show off to all of your friends and family at BeerBluesBS.com. Or you know what? It makes even the best gift for that special person in your life. All right, that's enough cheap plugging for tonight. He's Howard Blues on the other end of this thing. I am the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Go Avs! Uh, welcome to summer. I know it's a few weeks late, but I just wanted to share that with you. Aside from that, thank you for joining us for this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. There's free beer tomorrow. You got to keep your glass at least half full and remember that we'll catch you on down the dusty tuscan highway have a good one we'll see you now in the uh, next edition of beer blues and bs you have been listening to a ua production of beer blues and bs if you enjoyed the show help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice thanks for listening and may your glass never be empty
UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. That's easy enough. Yeah, you know, I I was serious about cutting a lot of that uh, large double rant that I'm sure the uh, Beer Blues and BS faithful would love to have heard, but uh, too much incriminating stuff. So, um, yep. So, sorry. I can neither confirm nor deny these nor any other allegations at this time. Yes. So... Everybody gets to miss out on that, and uh, the only reason they'll kind of know that maybe something exists is because I'll probably throw this behind the curtain because I need something for behind the curtain. You know what would be really funny is if you start the episode with that whole thing, but just at 120 to 150 speed, and just in five <laughs> seconds or ten seconds, no audio, and then in a world... <laughs> just starts and then this is at the end people are like what the f- was that 